Welcome to the 116th installment of Ear to the Ground, the Land Stewardship Project's audio podcast on family farming, sustainable agriculture, local food systems, and local democracy. I'm Brian DeVore, editor of the Land Stewardship Letter. When Anna Racer and Peter Scold were leading wilderness trips in northern Minnesota, they enjoyed being outside, setting goals, and reaching those goals via hard work and creative problem solving. But the lifestyle was transient, and the couple missed being part of a rooted community. So a few years ago, they took steps to not only put down roots on the land, but to do it in a way that makes them an integral part of the community. After serving internships on Foxtail Farm and A to Z Produce and Bakery, they took the Land Stewardship Project's Farm Beginnings course, which provides training on goal setting, business management, marketing, and integrating innovative production systems into a farming operation. In 2011, Racer and Scold bought a 40-acre farm south of the Twin Cities. They now have a 40-member community-supported agricultural vegetable operation and have plans to increase the size and scope of the farm in coming years. The location of their farm not only provides good access to markets, but also is an ideal place to network with other beginning farmers in the region. Studies show such networking is key to a beginning farmer's success, particularly when alternative production systems are involved. Community-supported agriculture, also known as CSA, is a system where eaters buy a quote-unquote share in a farm before the growing season. In return, the CSA farm provides regular deliveries of food, usually produce, throughout the season. It's become a viable way for beginning farmers to launch an agricultural operation with minimal investment while creating a close bond with the people they are producing food for. Racer and Scold, who are in their late 20s, recently took a break from preparing for their first season on the new farm to talk about how farm beginnings helped them, the value of working on farms with contrasting business models, and the importance of being in a community amongst other beginning farmers. After interning on farms, we had an opportunity to rent some acreage and sort of coinciding with that, we had the opportunity to take the farm beginnings class. And so we had this really great kind of melding of our personal hands-on experience with this uh, more, like you said, nuts and bolts kind of stuff. And so as we went through the farm beginnings program, we had this acre in mind and it was just this blank slate that had been in corn the year before. And so uh, as we went through the farm beginnings program, we were thinking and about planning out the year and we were pulling on our uh, previous experiences on other farms. Uh, we were able to think, okay, here's how we want to lay this out and here's where we're going to get generate our income from and here's how we need to plan out the, se- the season and where we need to put our energy as far as uh, getting members for our CSA and uh, arranging a farmer's market to sell our um, products to. And so it was really kind of, it all came together in that farm beginnings classroom. And then we were able to move through the season and kind of draw on our previous experiences and just go forward, I guess. I think one thing, Anna, you had mentioned was you uh, on Foxtail, you were able to kind of see this is what it's like to raise this many vegetables on a consistent basis, that type of thing. And then at A to Z, you're kind of able to see more of the, um, well, this is kind of the, what the lifestyle is like maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I mean, at Foxtail, they they have a lot of systems in place. There's 300 members. They have to really get the production is the you know most important thing. And at A to Z, they have so many different enterprises and so many things coming together. 
plus they grow and freeze and can all these things for themselves in the winter. And, and so, um, without knowing it, that was, I was looking for that lifestyle piece. We were both looking for that. And, and now we've sort of blended the two together to do our own farming enterprise. Yeah. The other thing, this location, talk a little bit about how this is, this has really turned out to be a good place to, it seems, to start what you're doing, a CSA farm, both from a, being close to your markets, but also there's a bit of a community of other farmers in this area, it seems like. Being close to our markets was, was a, a practical decision, and we, we needed to cut down on our gas bill, you know, to and our distance traveled to get to... Uh, our farmers market and to our deliver to our CSA members. Um, but also, you know, when we started looking around for a property to purchase, we knew some people who were in Northfield and who knew some other young farmers. And there was kind of this really strong sort of almost unspoken pull in that direction that where we sort of hadn't it's so easy to get your head down during the farming season and just plow through and work hard and fall into bed at the end of the day. But to be able to have some people close by that you can call on if you have any problems or if you, you know, just need to bounce an idea off of someone, or if you want to go and see how another person is doing something, it's really easy now to be able to go and call someone up and, you know, just drive down the road 10 or 15 minutes to say, Hey, you know, how are, how are you guys doing this thing? And what can we, you know, learn and collaborate on together? And, um, now that we're here, we realize how important that is and how much, uh, we value really having that opportunity to, you know, just be at a similar stage to someone else who's doing something similar to us. And maybe we're not doing exactly the same, but we definitely have points where we overlap and where we can come together and learn together and share experiences and share knowledge and even equipment or time. Um, so I think that that's really just been a great result of coming here. Can you talk a little bit more about the, with the farm beginnings class, how important it was, uh, to do kind of sit down and before maybe things took off too much as far as getting land and all that, but to sit down and look at goal setting, business planning, and figure out maybe what it's going to take to get there. That that kind of sitting down and maybe even hearing other people's goals. I, I wonder if that, that must have been kind of, I would think it would be kind of useful to bounce that stuff around a little bit and hear other people talk about what their limitations were, but also what their goals were out there. Well, one of the biggest things for us in our background is when we worked at camp together, a big part of that program is goal setting and following through on your goals, and once you meet a goal, making a new goal. And so we were all already very comfortable with that idea of making goals, and we valued it. And But I think to have, in the Farm Beginnings program, have a structured environment for us to sit down and talk about our goals, and then, like you said, to be in an environment where other people who are you know, looking to go and do some other on-farm enterprise, for them, them to be they're doing their goals and us to be there doing our goals and then to come together and share and just, you know, really get a sense for where all the different people are at. And then, you know, maybe we would then reevaluate or resynthesize or discuss our goals further. But, you know, I think we, we had already valued that process so much 
that it was a very natural thing to to jump into it in farm beginnings and and we were excited to do it and then you know from there learning how to put together a budget and um, thinking about all the different pieces of what goes into planning a business that was really beneficial for us and pushed really pushed us to try and say, okay, let's break even this year, or let's try and make a little bit of money, you know, and we did, we broke even and last year and we were, because we stuck to our budget, you know, and that process for both of us was really powerful and we needed that, but we wouldn't have done that without Farm Beginnings. We would have just muddled through. It was neat to hear so many different ideas and, you know, even though we had worked, you know, we worked for people who mainly grew vegetables. So we, we had that, we came in with that experience, but when we got there, we realized how many other enterprises you could do. I mean, it's just, you know, there's so many things you could think about and we hadn't thought about it. Yeah, it was really, it was hugely beneficial to hear how other people were putting together their enterprise. I had done this, um, wilderness camp where you would lead groups in, in, you know, people might not see a connection between wanting to farm and do that, but in, and also some people might go, "Wow, that's the ideal life." You know, you're outdoors and all that. But you had talked about the idea of this gives you a chance to be outdoors and do that, live that passion a little bit, but also to have a commu- kind of build a community and a stability that maybe you wouldn't have. We led trips for five years, and throughout, I mean, it was just a summer job, but um, we were always coming, going on trail or coming off trail. And we were with so many different kids and, um, it was really, there wasn't much stability in terms of you didn't live in one place for three months or whatever. So we, we knew that we, neither of us wanted to continue with that and become professional, become professionals in that industry. But yeah, we were searching for some kind of community that we could settle down in and, um, but still be able to you know, work hard outside and enjoy that aspect of it. And and it took us a while to find farming, but, I mean, eventually we came to that idea, or I came up with that idea. And I just tagged along. Yeah, and feet tagged along. <laughs> yeah, it's the way it works sometimes. Yeah, it's information on LSP's Farm Beginnings program, see www.farmbeginnings.org. If you have comments or suggestions about this podcast, contact Brian DeVore at bdevore at landstewardshipproject.org, or you can call 612-722-6377. Thanks to Laura Borgendale, a Western Minnesota musician, for Ear to the Ground's theme music. And a special thank you to all of Land Stewardship Project's members who make initiatives such as this podcast possible. If you're not a member, visit landstewardshipproject.org to learn how you can support LSP. Thanks for listening.